0: Block Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenations Health Radio
1: on BlogtalkRadio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLight Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Rod. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Welcome to
2: Well, welcome, everybody, to uh, the Health Network here with Dr. Ron. Uh, Excuse me one second. I think our guest is calling in.
1: Hello?
2: Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's a little bit crazy. The, The script I had prepared for tonight's show is thrown out the window because we're waiting for Dr. Jerry Smith to call in. Be that as it may, uh, I feel a little bit crazy tonight, I feel good, lots of energy, and uh, we're going to have a good show. And just remember, when everything is coming your way, you're in the wrong lane. Well, I guess that wasn't that funny. So what did the Dalai Lama have to say about things? Well, here's a question they posed to the Dalai Lama. What thing about humanity surprises you the most? His answer was, man. Why? Because he sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices his money to recuperate his health. And then he is so anxious about the future that he doesn't enjoy the present. And as a result, he doesn't live in the present or the future. And he lives as if he's never going to die. And then he dies, never having really lived. My friends, that is the Dalai Lama. And that's the... uh, Fight we face. We must live in the moment. Uh, we have a great show tonight. We're brought to you by Lipolite Naples, uh, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in Naples, Florida, 239-331-5886. You have heard us on Thursday afternoons for two years now. Our uh, the guest has just called in. I'll just make his microphone live. Uh, he has been with us on the Thursday afternoon shows. Has been just well received. And because of him tonight, I am here because I had other uh, engagements, and I said, well, nope, Dr. Smith is here. Let's let's have him on. Uh, In any case, Dr. Ron and I do the Thursday show. Between Dr. Ron and I, we have over 70 years of medical experience. Everything we do there is non-surgical, no anesthesia, no downtime. And, in fact, there are over 53 million people with arthritis. 23 million of them are disabled. Uh, We will be introducing this Thursday or next Thursday our new uh, cryo spa. Uh, Please stay tuned for information about that. Uh, It is just a revolutionary. uh, So uh, just tune into our Thursday shows, and Dr. Ron will give you all the uh, update on that. I am going to uh, say hello to Dr. Uh, uh, Smith, and, and I just want to talk to you a little bit about Pepsi. Dr. Smith, good evening, and thank you for calling in.
3: Well thank you for inviting me.
2: You know, I I, I was so excited about uh, us being on tonight. I I sort of threw the script out the window and everything I had planned, but there are a couple of things I do want to uh, bring to our listeners' attention. And uh, One is Pepsi Cola, you know, uh, these diet sodas. uh, We've talked uh, about them on Thursdays uh, for a long period of time, how they make you fat. And how the artificial sweeteners trick your brain into thinking you're hungry. Well, I just read that Pepsi-Cola is going to get rid of aspartame, which we know is a deadly poison. And what are they going to replace it with? Do you know, Dr. Smith, Splenda? Pro-
3: Splenda, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, it. it's and progress. Notice,
2: right, <laughs> so when heated, it, re- it releases chlor. Oh, propanols, what are they? That's a class of toxins belong to the dioxins. And what's dioxin? Dioxin is a component of Agent Orange. It's one of the most dangerous chemicals known to man. And really important, and uh, Dr. Smith knows this, but ladies and gentlemen, we haven't talked a lot about this uh, Uh, Only once with Dr. Perlmutter, the neurologist in Florida, who is bringing this to national attention. Sucralose can destroy as much as 50% of the microbiome in your gut. What's worse, it appears to target beneficial microorganisms to a greater extent than pathogenic and other more detrimental bacteria. Isn't that incredible? I mean, who would ever think about this? And it does promote weight gain, insulin resistance, and type 2 diabetes. And the adverse effects of sucralose, sometimes are misdiagnosed by the uh, regular physician, overlooked entirely as uh, the side effects are so varied and can mimic common ailments. And Dr. Smith, I just want to just tell everybody audience one thing why I brought this up. Because just today, a study was, uh, that I read was published July 17th in the Annals of Neurology. Guess what this title of this stomach this article is? It's just incredible. All right, everybody, listen to this. Parkinson's disease may spread from the gut to the brain via the vagus nerve. And why does all this happen? It's because of this altered bacteria in your gut. So I'm not going to go into a lot of this tonight because uh, Doctor Smith has all he's a wealth of information, but. Just, you know, this is published in a respectable, peer-reviewed medical journal. This isn't something I picked up from uh, Prevention Magazine or the uh, Nature's Way at the health food store. This is from the Annals of Neurology. So it's something to, uh, you know, if you're not worried about the the diet, the uh, drinks, and what they can do as far as stroke, the caramel coloring, how it can produce cancer, maybe you don't want to get Parkinson's disease and we've been talking about dementia for 2 years now that's why we started the the our rejuvenation health radio to bring to your attention everything that can cause dementia and uh I'll I'll come back to that subject a little a little later uh Dr. Smith uh just again thank you and uh you were going to we had, we had a brief conversation yesterday and you had some points uh that I thought were really interesting about drug uh, reactions
3: well yeah The frustrating thing is the conventional drugs that are being used today um, are are so toxic. And it's really uh, uh, scary in the sense that, uh, you know, you mentioned arthritis, for example, and most of the doctors use about nine drugs for most of their ailments. And and one of them is the NSAID drugs, which I'm sure you're well aware of. And it, you know, a simple little, you know, grab the Nuprin or the Advil or the aspirin, the darn stuff prevents the uptake of amino acids to repair the arthritic joint. So in one hand, it alleviates the symptom, but it actually makes the disease process worse. And what's also interesting, a lot of the arthritic pains are coming from infections. And one major overlooked source of infection is the mouth. Teeth have the potential of being the toxic waste site for arthritic pain.
2: Wow, wow. That's right,
3: I had a woman, it's on my website, she had 34 years of severe rheumatoid arthritis and they even uh, were prescribing methotrexate which is a chemotherapeutic agent. It it only cost $13,500 a year for a prescription. Wow and her husband couldn't even afford to retire because he couldn't afford the prescription on that that one drug and it's known to cause cancer but hey what the hell it generates yeah. income
2: that's right that uh... follow the dollar and our 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 listeners know they go to com and they can see uh, they over 3.5 billion doctors bribed i call them the doctors well, before we go further, Dr. Smith, why don't you uh, do a little promo for yourself? Because I did not do that because Tuesday night is a little bit informal. But why don't you tell our listeners uh, what you do and, and, and your website?
3: Well, the website is a Dental Whole Body Connection. That's one of them. And the other one is uh, International Center for Nutritional Research, com. My whole goal has basically been to educate the public through the presentation of case studies. I think we have like 54 case studies on there and, you know, nutritional articles, health articles. And, uh, you know, it. the more information you have, the better the informed consent type of decision you can make uh, when you're lacking the information that you're easily intimidated by your physician. So that's been my goal. The websites, we have some, you know, products that we we promote, but they're clean. So. You know, I don't feel badly about pushing it. But the key is we're also into energetic medicine, which is probably a hundred years ahead of what traditional medicine's looking at. And, um, you know, it it puts us in a very unique kind of boutique type of practice. So we basically have patients flying in from all over the uh, world now, because once they get, you know, information on technology that can help solve their problem, there is no barriers.
2: Well, well, I, there there is a call. There is a person who called me earlier. Uh, I'll see if he calls into the show, and I hope he does because uh, he had some interesting uh, questions about myasthenia gravis. But let, let's hold that off to see if he can call in, and then you can have a dialogue with him. Because sure. I did tell him you would be on the show. Uh, you know what? Since you brought it up, and I again tonight, I threw the script of tonight's uh, show out the window. Uh, I've had a lot of people up in the Northwest uh, where I used to practice still call me, and they're, they are uh, experiencing symptoms, which, uh, you know, as you know, are all over the place, of Lyme disease. Is that something that uh, energetic medicine could treat?
3: Oh, absolutely. We just saw an individual last week who about four and a half years ago came to me with Lyme disease, and nobody could really um, get it under control, and we used um a biofeedback system at the time. It's called Indigo. And um, we're, you know, that and, and some nutrients. We use uh, some herbs, but we test everything. This is the difference. Most alternative practitioners and uh, especially conventional doctors, they just throw things at people. So even though it may be a, a high quality herb or nutrient, it has an energy pattern. And if you don't test that energy pattern against the pattern of the patient you may not get the results so the key is you have to define the underlying problem and with Lyme disease many people and many uh, most doctors don't realize it's spread by mosquito of course the tick that's the common route but it's also spread like the common cold and that's why the darn thing is so prevalent in society today
2: right yeah it's even another vector now is the mouse so it, well, yeah, it, fluids,
3: it is, yeah, any fluids, yeah. Yeah,
2: any fluids. And and the worst form of it now, I've had one associate has babesia, which has just knocked the pants off of you if not diagnosed properly.
3: Well, unfortunately, so, well, the, yeah, the labs are not that keen uh, or sensitive, and uh, you get a lot of you know false negatives. and But they they, they don't – see, the doctors have been dumbed down to the point where they can't connect the symptoms – with the type of issues that are, they're being dealt with and they don't know how to test. If it doesn't show up in a blood test then they say you don't have it, which is nonsense. Exactly right. Yeah, and you and ed- I have had you know, discussions, go ahead, I'm sorry Dr. Rooko, yeah, the, the electro uh, medicine is so much more sophisticated cause if an organ is infested with Babesia or um, you know, it, it's not gonna show up in the blood test, it's trapped in an organ. And, um, you know, this poor individual had uh, Lyme in his thyroid. And the bottom line was uh, he had a lot of fatigue. And so it it all connects. You know, the other wild thing is uh, probably about three years ago, we had a woman that had Bell's palsy. And for two and a half years, she literally ran around to all the top specialists. And they couldn't figure it out. The interesting thing, Ron, was that she showed me a photograph of her foot. She had a, a recluse spider bite on her foot. What happened? The spider got into her sneaker and, you know, unbeknownst to her, you know, she put her sneaker on and, you know, halfway through that day, she felt her foot swelling up. And then when she took it off, she saw this horrendous bite or, or erythemic. Uh, it was red and swollen. So the bottom line is when I tested her out, She had Lyme at the spider bite, and the sight of Bell's palsy on the left side of her face was also Lyme. And the proof of the pudding was that two and a half months later, treating her for Lyme, her Bell's palsy disappeared.
2: Wow. And that's with electromagnetic medicine?
3: The combination with that and also with nutrients and herbs. Okay,
2: Good. All right. I, 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 I... I think we have to be even holistic in our treatment but not use the individual nutrients as a drug, just use it as
3: a a, a whole program. To get to the core, like if you're treating, you know, with herbs to get rid of the lime and and the, uh, uh, you you know, eggs and and the juvenile forms and, you know, then then you're getting to the heart of the problem and you're going to, then the symptoms will disappear. But if you just try to suppress the symptoms, it's not going to work.
2: uh... We have a, a, a caller in on line two. Uh, caller on line two, uh, did you want to ask Dr. Smith a, a question?
0: Yes. Hello.
2: Yes.
0: Doctor Run.
2: Yes. It's Doctor Dan. Hi, Doctor Dan. Oh, good to hear from you. Uh, Dr. How are you uh, doing, my?
0: How's Doctor Smith? We're doing
2: good. We're doing good, and Doctor Smith is doing great. Go ahead. Uh, you have a question for him.
0: Yes, he sounds good. I'm the uh, patient with the uh, myasthenia gravis that you mentioned previously. And uh, I was diagnosed a little over a year ago with uh, myasthenia gravis ocularis, uh, which seems to be basically staying in the ocularis uh, stage. But I do get weak sometimes. And I tried the uh, natural methods like uh, peptide amino acid injections. Um, they could not make me a specific injection because of the fact that the labs had closed. So... Uh, So I took the HS shot and it didn't work. They didn't work. So I waited a while and I tried natural methods and I'm on astragalus, uh, 2,000 milligrams a day and creatine, 2,000 milligrams. And I finally decided to try prednisone. So I titrated myself up from 5 milligrams to 20 and uh, all my symptoms disappeared. And now I'm down down to 15 milligrams.
3: Yeah, but here's the problem you're you're still using an allopathic approach right you're, you're treating a symptom so but what the heck is causing the inflammation and with uh direct resonance testing technique it's an, it's a, based on quantum physics mm-hmm. you literally can narrow down what the cause of the factors it could be a virus it could be a heavy metal it could mm-hmm. be a pesticide it could be a fungus and this is where you know unfortunately Many, many alternative doctors don't even know that this stuff exists.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, you're know, right. And that, Dan, that is why we, we uh, like Dr. Smith on the show. Again, he, he's old school. Let's find out what causes it, and then we go ahead and and, and put in the right treatment.
0: What I've done is I've researched uh, a lot, and I even took out the uh, CFL bulbs that supposed to produce mercury into the air. I took those out of the house, and I I tried everything that I thought possible. You're you're just throwing darts. What Mm -hmm. what I'm
3: trying to to help you focus on is you have to define what is in the nerves and the muscles in the eye area that are causing the weakness, Mm -hmm. and you could test it with specific uh, energy fields to define what the hell's in there. To give you an example, we had a young woman, 29 years old, going blind. Uh-huh. And and the medical establishment was, you know, had her on steroids, but mm-hmm. you're just treating the symptom. When I tested her energetically, she had cytomegalovirus in both eyes.
1: Wow! And in six,
3: and six weeks, with cat's claw and a few other nutrients, she got her sight back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I'm trying to tell you is that you have to define what the heck the underlying causes. And what you're doing is you're still using an allopathic mentality, but you're using herbs or vitamins or other techniques, but you're still just looking at symptoms.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to get to the basis of it. How would I do that? Well, you have to find a practitioner that knows what the hell they're doing. Uh-huh. That's the key. Yeah, what, what would you do? What, what would you do now, Dr. Smith?
3: Well, I, you know, there is a, a fella down in Florida area Uh, Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'll be happy to look up his number for you. And and, uh, Dr. Ron, I could share it with him. Okay. Uh, His name is Doug Phillips. Mm -hmm. You could probably look him up on the Internet. He's a dentist, but he he practices under, um, you know, a a natural medicine license. Okay. And he he has the, the knowledge and the skill to try to define what the heck your underlying problem is, and he's down in Florida. So I, I think he's in uh, Palm Beach area, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, maybe I'll All give right, it a I shot think... and give him a call and see if we could figure out something here, what the the underlying cause is, like you said. Yeah, because steroids are dangerous as hell. I don't have to tell you the oh, adverse I don't... effects. I, I, right. I fought the steroids. I, I refused. They wanted to put me on 60 milligrams to start, and I wouldn't take it. I just wouldn't do it. Oh, no. yeah.
3: You'd, you'd have to be working uh, three jobs. You know, you'd be so wound up. You'd be hired <laughs> and, higher than John Belushi was. <laughs>
2: yeah, he'd be able to play that 16 to the bar boogie woogie like Liberace yeah, I and that was on that dose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I was wound up for a while on 20 milligrams. That was really grandiose. And now now I feel somewhat depressed rather than, you know, the bipolar syndrome that occurs with this sometimes. Yeah, yeah,
3: but we have a handful of uh, antidepressants that we can put you on there and make you sit in the corner and be happy. (laughs) What do you want to give me?
0: Some SSRIs? Exactly.
3: (laughs) Or, Or we'll give you a little Prozac so you can go kill your neighbors, you know what I mean? The, you know, the Prozac has three molecules of fluoride in it, and the damn fluoride suppresses your thyroid and makes you more depressed.
0: Uh, right. right. <laughs> I don't want any of those, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so Doug, Doug Phillips, then, and I'll talk to Ron, and he and I can, uh, yeah. you know. He's he a very knowledgeable. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know.
0: in, in Philadelphia, of course. So, uh, all right, we'll we'll go on from there. I I appreciate
2: it. That's good information, Dr. Dan. Uh, uh, We'll we'll conference on that and uh, see if you can get to the bottom of the the problem.
0: Thanks, Ron. You know, it
2: it really makes sense. I mean, that's the way uh, medicine should be practiced. Find the cause and treat the cause. Just don't throw, get the shotgun out and throw everything you can at it.
3: Well, you know, the old-time docs, they would would press you know, uh, and, and palpate the different organs and ask you questions and, and take a history. Today, if you get three minutes with your doctor, you think you've been blessed by the Pope.
2: Yeah. and when I, Well, you're right. And when I retired, I, I had some medical students, and I said the new paradigm is when a patient comes in, you'll be saying, well, all the tests are normal. Let me, let me examine you.
3: Yeah, so, let's do exploratory to a, surgery. <laughs> yeah, the
2: other day, the other, in the other years, it was the other way around. You examine well, the patient, they, then, then then you order the tests.
3: Well, it's because they've dumbed the doctors down to believe that the tests are the end-all, be-all, and that's going to show up everything. But it's it's Neanderthal mentality, trust me. Um, you know, it just it's just so frightening. And then the unfortunate thing is, you know, people are listening to Fox and CNN and 11 o'clock news, and, and they're getting, you know, another distorted view of what health – it's really sick care basically, but w- of what health is supposed to be. And so, you know, it's the blind leading the blind basically.
2: Well, let me, you know, you brought up SSRIs and I talked about them last week, but let me just, just reiterate this for the for our audience. Sure. The, the mixture of SSRI with NSAIDs, you know, the uh, aspirins, the ibuprofen and the proxen, mm-hmm. you know what the new research shows? Taking these medications together will increase your risk of a brain hemorrhage by, I guess, wait here, 60%. 60%. Taking those two together, you are 60% more likely to have a brain hemorrhage.
3: Yeah, but I your mean, doctor will never tell you that uh, potential yeah, side effect when he prescribes it to you.
2: Yeah, and does he even know?
3: No, most of them know? don't know. No. Right. So, it, you it know, just, these are the...
2: Yeah. This is what we want to bring. Uh, you know, like you said, and I agree. You know, this 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 program and the Thursday program is for education. Uh, you know, I'd like to push a little bit. I'd like to uh, talk about uh, LipoLite Naples. In fact, let me just take a second out and mention LipoLite Naples. That's where Dr. Ron Jr. is. You know, he has all the latest gadgets for slimming, shaping, and toning, hair removal, and the new uh, uh, Cryo Spa, which will be opening in two weeks. Uh, and plus, he's a neurologist and a chiropractor. So uh, we are associated with the uh, European Spa, uh, conveniently located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road. And those of you in Southwest Florida know that the Noodles Italian Bistro. It's right in that shopping plaza. Uh, if you haven't, if you have the time, if you go to LipoLiteNaples.com, you can download an e-free ebook the doctor of, of Dr. Ron's. So uh, you know. Go ahead and, and and free is good, ladies and gentlemen. Free is good. So, Dr. Smith, these uh, um, uh, I had not. Dr. Dan and I knew each other 50 years ago, and we just reconnected a, uh, a month ago, and it's been really good to, for him to be around. And he's not far from uh, from uh, uh, where I live. So, I saw was heart it was heartening, disheartening to hear he was sick, but uh, you know, with with uh, some good treatment, he'll come around.
3: Oh, absolutely.
2: Now, you know what? Let, let me just, uh, because on, th- on Tuesday nights we have the sh- kind of show that's more relaxing, but I, I have been talking about cholesterol, statins, and the uh, proton pump inhibitors, and then I throw in occasionally like the SSRIs or the Zethromax that can cause heart attacks. Let me just talk about a study that was just uh, printed titled The Lipid Paradox in Acute Myocardial Infarction. If if you're on a statin drug, which are 97% ineffective, only 3% effective, listen to this with his authors published. They found that those patients with higher LDL cholesterol and triglyceride levels had had a, hold it a second, they got this backwards, they had a lower mortality risk when compared to patients with the high LDL triglyceride levels. In fact, lower LDL cholesterol, less than 65 point, 62.5 milligrams, and triglyceride levels less than 110 were identified as optimal threshold levels for predicting 30-day mortality. The lower LDL cholesterol levels were associated with 65% increased mortality and the lower triglyceride levels were associated with a 405% increased mortality. Further, as compared to patients with LDL cholesterol levels of over 110 and triglycerides of over 62.5, those with the lower LDL and triglyceride levels had a 990% increased risk for mortality. So. What the takeaway is from this is, like we said last week, uh, we're talking here about absolute risk, not relative risk. So these are really uh, important numbers. Uh, that most patients that are admitted for with a, through the emergency room with a heart attack have normal cholesterol levels, and we got to be—you know—we're lowering cholesterol uh, because it's high, not because it really is the. Well, basis it's not of really
3: high. It's high for a reason, Ron.
2: Right, exactly. And that's what I was going to get into because you and I had talked about this because the basis of most chronic diseases is, go for it, inflammation,
3: Well, yeah, inflammation and and acidic pHs in the body. And one of the things that is so often overlooked is hypothyroidism. If you have hypothyroidism, you're going to have systemic inflammation. Now, the, unfortunately, the TSH, uh, TSH test is bogus. There's no scientific uh, validity. There's no nothing in the literature that backs up that this test is valid. It's all based on dogma. Right. And most doctors don't even have a clue about that. So the key is they're missing the symptoms of hypothyroidism. You have chronic inflammation, then you're going to have elevated cholesterol. Well, the body okay, let me backtrack. You have a, a a triad here. You have the adrenals, the thyroid, and the pituitary. That's your axis. If your thyroid gets low, your metabolism gets slow. So the body has its biofeedback system. The adrenals kick in. So the adrenals kick in to elevate the metabolism. Well, you have adrenal cortex, which is the outside portion of the uh, the gland, and that produces over 60 different hormones. Every one of those hormones needs cholesterol to manufacture the hormones. So if you're in an emergency state and you start suppressing your cholesterol level, how in the world can your adrenals meet the demands of the body? It's just lunacy.
2: Absolutely. And, you, and not many... Uh... Conventional practicing physicians understand how the thyroid and how the uh, hormonal axis works. And uh, I have on my desk, I've had it here for 30 years, hypothyroidism, the unsuspected illness.
3: Yeah, brought a board.
2: Right, it's sitting on my desk. The pages are all torn up and dog-eared and what have you. Uh, But every so often, I have to remember that this man was so far ahead of his time, was incredible, and that if uh, Eisenhower's doctor at that time would have listened to him, we wouldn't have the epidemic of heart disease we have right now. That's my well, opinion anyway. Yeah,
3: absolutely. You know, the character assassinated this poor guy. He had over 20 years of, you know, research that no one ever came close to, the longest running studies. And he showed that in his study group that were taking minimum of two grains of natural thyroid hormone, they had the lowest heart attack rate of any group in the country.
2: Wow. I didn't know it was that, that big. but well, I knew it was heavy. Wow. It
3: is. Yeah, absolutely. Because why does the heart give out? First of all, when you have chronic inflammation, you get plaque buildup. That's a defense mechanism. Right. So, But that's not the disease process. It's just a reaction.
2: Well, and, and there's a lot of what, what uh, has been called thyroid muggers. You know, the fluorides, the chlorines, uh, the, the
3: bromine, all these
2: things, bromine, yeah. all the halides. Right, And, and uh, hypothyroidism is definitely associated with serious problems. And, and one is the elevated lipids, of course. And, you know, memory loss and joint oh, pain.
3: What, okay, the leading cause of disability worldwide is depression. Okay? Uh, so now you start looking. I am finding clinically, for example, that tetanus, the childhood vaccine, is being right. trapped in the left lobe of the thyroid. So you have other chemicals that the thyroid is being trapped and, and causing suppression. Mercury that's leaking out of your fillings 24-7 get into the thyroid and suppress function. So now you can understand why depression is so prevalent in society because the processed foods, the the medications, the heavy metals, the, the halides, like you said, they're all suppressing thyroid function. So, you know, you look at your commercials on TV, baldness related to hypothyroid. Uh, weight problems, hypothyroid, anxiety, depression, panic attacks, hypothyroid, acne, hypothyroid, uh, insomnia, hypothyroid, high blood pressure, hypothyroid, um, you know, muscle spasms, it's hypothyroid. So, but the, and and even tooth decay, you know, back in the 20s, Eugene Hertog did the research and he linked increased decay to hypothyroidism. And when when I see clinically, you know, patients in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, they start to get a lot of decay around the roots of their teeth. And yeah. invariably, they show up as a low thyroid.
2: Wow. Well, let's, let's just talk. Let's, let's, let's stay on that subject for a while because it's really sure. interesting. Uh, first of all, I think, you know, uh, I agree with Dr. Barnes, and, and you had just re-educated me on the uh, axillary temperature. But I think a... Uh, uh, I, I, Thyroid antibody test is valuable for patients because of the autoimmune diseases that are going on right now. So I do recommend they get a free T3, uh, a TSH thyroid uh, antibodies and a thyroid peroxidase. But my levels are different than the lab levels. I don't like TSHs over 2, you know, where the the lab level will say over 10. So I think, you know, if you go to a physician that practices complementary alternative medicine and knows what he's doing, you know, he'll pick that up. And, you know, one thing I measure, Dr. Uh, Smith, I, I tell patients to get the reverse T3 measured. Right. Uh, because a body, you know, when, you, when you're under a lot of stress, and who isn't anymore, uh, your body uh, goes into hibernation sometimes, and uh, you may have a normal T3 in your uh, blood test, but if you have your high, T, high reverse T3, it negates it all.
3: Absolutely, and that's a Wilson syndrome.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Wow, wow. Good for you. Yeah. Hey, Doctor Dan, well, if you're still listening on the internet, you know, did you get that one?
3: <laughs>
2: that was a, that was a good 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 one. One for you.
3: Well, I met I met the uh, Wilson uh, in um, North Carolina many years ago. He was a a friend of this uh, lab technician that I I knew down there, um, Dennis Dennis Wilson, I think his name was. But yeah, I mean. The key is and this is why Broda Barnes was so astute. If the T four is not getting converted to T three and it's not right. inside the cell, you're not gonna get the energy produced. So you can have all the right levels floating around in the blood. But if you're temper and this is why it's so important to do that axillary temperature or you can do forehead temperature with an infrared thermometer and subtract one degree from that reading it gives you the equivalent it only takes two seconds versus 10 minutes with the thermometer under your armpit but the key component is that if the t3 is not inside the cell you do not get the metabolism your temperature is not going to be in the normal range of 98.2 to 97.8. So you could do all the valid blood testing in the world, but if the temperature is not there, it's not happening.
2: Exactly. And and you know, it and and before I even Bird of borns, I was aware of of iodine. So, you know, I was I was uh supplement mens uh program with three milligrams and women's prog- program with six milligrams so uh do you, is iodine part of of what you uh of your holistic treatment
3: absolutely but again i test now you brought up a very interesting point you know lugol solution has potassium iodide which according to dr brownstein uh, is very very essential for the function of the thyroid so it's important that, you know, there's, and there's different strengths of Lugol's. You know, the, the original, I think for me was like 5%, but what I'm finding too is that if you take that orally, that 5%, it's it's very harsh on the intestinal flora and the, the stomach flora. So uh, most of my patients are testing out more positive to the 2% Lugol's. Okay. So they have the compounding. And
2: there's a method. I'm, I'm sure. I think Brownstein even writes in someplace in one of his blogs where you can put this on your skin, and depending on the rate of absorption, uh,
3: yeah. If it disappears within, you know, a half hour, you're severely deficient in iodine. Right.
2: Is that what it is? I, I don't remember the time. Is it about a half yeah. hour?
3: Yeah, it's pretty damn quick. Uh, the other key component. There's a product called uh, Magnason Iodine, and um, it's it's actually. Uh, was developed who was that guy, uh it was down in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Um it'll it'll come to me, But the bottom line is he put in Tesla frequencies into the solution and um it it's much more biologically active than than the um Lugols, but you still need the potassium iodide. Yeah I, That's I, the important sort of like about it.
2: That, that's been working for years. Uh, Dr. Smith, uh, I have, we have some other callers, and we don't have a sure. call screener tonight. So I'm just going to make all the microphones live. And uh, don't you know, if you're listening and you, you have a question for Dr. Smith and myself, please just jump in. So we don't have a time. Uh, I have a, my son is out, and we don't have a, a call screener. You know, one thing that was interesting for me is the, uh, the antibodies of thyroid tissue, how they're present in 20% of depressed people. Isn't that incredible?
3: Mm-hmm. And yet, well, so you, you brought it up. I mean. Yeah, but here's the deal. You know, they talk about autoimmune. Well, you know, logically, why in the world would a healthy body attack its own tissue? Now, give you an example. My own daughter, uh, a number of years ago, was diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease, which is an overactive thyroid. And the endocrinologist wanted to uh, put her I mean, on pathosol.
2: Graves' grave disease. Yeah. Hashimoto's is usually underactive, destroyed by the, the Well, it,
3: yeah, it could go either way sometimes. Okay. But the, the key component is that he wanted to suppress her thyroid with tapezole. Oh. And, you know, when she told the doctor that her father was going to treat her alternatively, he said it doesn't work. Well, when I used my energetic testing technology, she had Epstein-Barr virus in her thyroid. When I treated wow. it with, and, and I tested you know, specific nutrients, the two nutrients that tested positive for her were ionic silver, 10 parts per million, and noni. And then, and then I lent her my Rife machine, and Ron, in three months, she was 100% normal. Wow. So when the doctor ran all the blood tests, the bottom line was, you know, he said, Oh, you're normal. So she said, Well, what should I do? He said, Well, I'll just continue doing what you're doing. But he would never. Would apologize or even say, "Geez, I'd like to talk to your dad to find out what he did, so I can help my other patients."
2: Wow, well, well, it, It's a shame, really, that we all don't call a collaborate, especially with the price of everything going so high and everybody's sick. Everybody's taking multiple medications, and the, what I'm finding just on the, from the radio show because I don't practice anymore. Uh, is that you know our patients are calling in for with drugry? They're really drug reactions. They're not sick. Is that one physician is not comparing with the other one, and they're having a lot of drug interactions, and and they're wondering why they you know they can't make a tea time, why they're always tired, and no one told them about filtered water, no one told them about colloidal silver. Maybe you you'd be kind enough to come back uh, and and we can talk uh, about colloidal silver. I mean I, no one no one even knows what you're talking about. And yet, well, you know, it's, it, it's a natural treatment for MRSA.
3: Well, that's uh, but, one of them. I mean, we had a, a patient from Dallas, Texas who had MRSA, and I was the 31st physician that he came to. He was a young fellow in his early 30s. And you see, again, not everybody responds to the same remedy. And in this particular case, uh, oregano, 100% pure oregano from the Mediterranean was used on him. And in six weeks, his MRSA was gone. Uh. So every case is different. This is why, like, you can't just shotgun, oh, I read an article in, you know, British Journal, Lancet or whatever, or New England Journal of Medicine, and they said, the, you know, vitamin A or this or that was good for this disease. But it doesn't mean that your body's going to respond like that person that you know, had a positive reaction. And that's where the trouble comes in. You just cannot shotgun one vitamin or one protocol for everybody.
2: Right. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we are dealing with a symphony orchestra in our bodies. You know, and, Absolutely. And, and it all has to be balanced out. And when it is, uh, we make that okay. I, I you know, you just, I, told, I brought it up because maybe because I read this article this week. Let me just pull this out of my stack of sure. stuff. Uh, antibiotic drug effects and interactions in the elderly. Uh, case of um, you know, Bactrim causing hypoglycemia. You know, there was a, there's just reported uh, in, uh, what journal was this? Medscape. Uh, tch, tch, tch. Cite this article Douglas Paul, Drug Interactions of the Elderly, Medscape, August 3rd, 2015. I mean, uh, a woman had a urinary tract infection. They mixed the, uh, uh, the uh, sulfur drug uh, with one of her other drugs, with a drug that, that treated for diabetes. She became severely hypoglycemic and nearly died. Nobody took the time to, to, to know these two drugs interact with one another. So it's, it's just, uh, you just have to be careful, and everybody has to be informed and uh, know and ask questions. Well, you brought
3: up an interesting point. One of the first things you should do, if you're on any multiple medications, ask your pharmacist. They usually have sophisticated software programs that, you know, show the adverse reactions. Or, you know, most people are on the Internet today. You know, more people spend time on preparing for a surprise party for their spouse and they do their own health. You know, you go on the Internet, you've got worldwide uh, connections, you start looking up the combination of different drugs that these docs have you on because most times, like you said, they just prescribed and the, the, other, the other specialist doesn't know what the heck to take and then they wind up in a loony bin.
2: Exactly, and a lot of times you just have the nurse practitioner, I'll call your prescription in for Dr. X, you right. know, and, and and that's what it basically is. I I wrote an editorial in 1974 uh, where I, I predicted that computers would take over family physicians. Uh, and that we were getting, be getting our our care at a, at a, at that time Sears. I don't know if Walmart existed then, but I mentioned Sears in my article. Where you know you mentioned symptoms A, B, C, and D. The computer comes up with uh, some diagnoses, and the nurse or paramedic says, "Here, take these, and God bless you." you yeah, know? And,
3: and they should sell them a rabbit's foot too.
2: <laughs> yeah, and a <laughs> clove of garlic. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, unless you're informed, unless you listen to shows like uh, Rejuvenation Health Radio with uh, Dr. Smith and myself, Dr. Ron, who are on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock and Thursday afternoons at 1. Just get educated. That's all. We're not selling anything. Uh, Just trying to bring up-to-date medical news to you. And I'm actually having fun. I'm actually reading more journals now than when I was in practice.
3: Well, the other the scary thing is I just saw a patient today and she's got all these hematomas on her arm and to have her on Coumadin, which is literally rat poison. And um, the poor thing, you know, I, I said to her, she said, I don't like the new doctor that took over in the practice. The other, my other doctor retired. So, I mean, I literally was on the phone and on the internet and, and found her a doctor uh, not too far from my office to get her to, to. To literally wean her off this rat poison, and and he's a, an alternative, well-trained medical doctor, and who's open-minded. And and you know, when when the patient starts telling you she's getting uh, uh, some bleeding from the rectum, you know, hey, something's mm-hmm. not the plumbing is leaking. You got to do something. Wow. But wow. but the, yeah, the, 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 my cousin came up. He's like 82 years old. He's, he lives in Florida, and he walked in the house. I saw him. Uh, a couple weeks ago, he stayed with me. I said, Elliot, I said, you look like you, you're a band aid commercial. He had band aids all over his body. I said, what the hell's going on? And I saw the hematomas. I said, you must be on a blood center. He says, yeah, I am. I said, well, when you get back to Florida, you better call your doctor and set up an appointment to get you the hell off his thing. I said, you'll be the richest guy in the grave.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, have you ever heard of a drug called Eloquiz? No. Uh, they, they're using it for atrial fibrillation right now. Uh, but I want to tell you one thing that no one seems to tell the patients there's no antidote for it if you start bleeding.
3: Well, you Can know, you're yeah, the giving crime it to is, people. Well, of course. Well, it's all part of the sending of the herd. Um, you know, you go back into the 30s, Royal Lee, who was a dentist, had uh, put together a phonocardiograph. It was a device that had unidirectional microphones. And he would, you know, set up the tracings. And through trial and error, he published a little, you know, book on the specific nutrients that would counteract specific uh, heart abnormalities. And, and one of the issues was um, down the septum of the heart, you have the Purkinje fibers. And that's what coordinates the atria, the top chambers, with the ventricles, the lower chambers. And if your diet is deficient in B4, now the FDA doesn't acknowledge B4 as actually being a vitamin. But if you're deficient in B4, you're going to get arrhythmias. And so he he delineated many, many heart you know, abnormal sounds and specific nutrients. And it's too simple.
2: Well, actually, you know, you're bringing back uh, lots of memories. I actually saw the phonocardiogram and uh, did read some of Dr. Royal Lee's writings, and yeah, he was a big believer in phosphorus, too. He thought right. we were all deficient in phosphorus, if I remember correctly.
3: Well, you know, and, uh, yeah, one of the problems today is with all this genetically modified wheat and wheat products, we're getting too much, becoming too acidic from that crap.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? Just as you brought that up, I was I was going to save this, but uh, as I said, I threw the the script for today's show out the window when I heard you you could make it because you're, you're just you're just a wealth of knowledge. But, you know, everybody but this gluten free. I mean, I don't have any problem with getting rid of gliadin because that is a thyroid hormone mugger also. Right. Uh, that competes with the same sites, right? But you know what? What I what I am surprised about that the a uh, lot of the wheat now is being replaced by corn. And you know what we, you know, most of our corn is genetically modified now?
3: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you
2: know what it has in it. You know, most people don't. Roundup. Roundup. Has... Round exactly. Yeah. and Boom. It hit it right on the head.
3: So well, we you won't get any want... weeds or insects <laughs> in your mouth,
1: right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're a the systemic pesticide. Uh, you know, and it's just incredible. We're eating this stuff.
3: Well, you and, know. Boy,
2: did you talk about a hormone disruptor? You, you won't have any weeds, but you won't have any hormones either.
3: Well, you know, your audience should take the time to go on YouTube and look up a wonderful presentation by this by a cardiologist. I can't remember his name offhand. It's called Wheat Belly. And he links so many medical diseases because of the gliadin and um, it, it opens up the pores and makes you uh, into a leaky gut type of patient. So you get all these toxins that are being absorbed into the bloodstream, and it's affecting different organs.
2: Yeah, and and we really do have to be care, uh, conscious of our the microbiome, the microbiome in the mouth, which you're intimately familiar with, is different than the microbiome of the intestine. And it, it, you know, people don't realize that when a baby's born vaginally, they are populated with such great bacteria that helps them for the rest of their life, it gets them from their mother's vagina right into their mouth. And, uh, you know, we're destroying it with all our artificial chemicals, our artificial life, our processed foods. And I'll I'll, I'll tell you something, we'll talk about it next week, uh, is is that trans fats aren't out of our diet anymore, ladies and gentlemen. If you think they're out of processed foods, uh, you have a a shock coming when I read you the latest uh, uh, about trans fats. So, uh, what can I say? I mean, this is something you have to educate yourself about. Listen to this show. Listen to other shows on natural medicine, uh, uh, and uh, be careful what you put in your mouth. You know, you you, you not only are not what you eat, you are with your what you assimilate. And uh, if you have a leaky gut, you're assimilating all the wrong types of proteins, and uh, they'll make you sick. And that's well, one the other. Thing to end- right, go ahead. No, yeah, the other. End- NSAIDs open those, those pores right up baby.
3: Absolutely and it's one of the the leading causes for elderly to be rushed to the hospital the NSAID because of intestinal bleeding. Yeah
2: absolutely
3: well, right. The other interesting component you know the, the uh, Environmental Working Group uh, a number of years ago and I have a, a video on my website on icnr.com they, they spent a half a million dollars analyzing the blood of 10 newborn babies they took it from the placenta and on average The babies showed 287 chemicals in their blood at birth. Now, what's scary is the fact that of the 287, 212 of the chemicals were banned 30 years or longer, but they're still in in the blood. So the baby's born toxic, and you wonder why. And the other thing that I I recently learned is that the blood-brain barrier, does not mature until 18 months after birth, so whatever the heck that poor fetus is being exposed to, it's going to be getting into their brains.
2: Wow, well, uh, that's, that's so true. Uh, it, it, it's just crazy that that uh, what what we have allowed to happen to ourselves. Have we gotten so far away from nature?
3: Well, I think people are starting to you know vote with their pocketbooks and they're st- steering clear those that become enlightened of, you know, the steroids, growth hormone, the antibiotic type of beef and chicken that's out there. Um, You know, it's just, it's an intelligent evolution. You know, you have to mature and, um, you know, you just keep growing. And then you reach a point where, you know, you want to maintain a quality of health. I mean, I'm not trying to toot my horn, but you know, someday I went out with with about six guys and we did 70 miles on our bike. And wow. I'm 72 years old, and let me tell you, they couldn't keep up with me. Wow.
2: Well, you practice what you preach, and that's a, that's that's another reason I respect you tremendously.
3: Well, that's the that, key. I want to go out kicking and screaming. I don't want to be in a nursing home with a tube up every orifice.
2: That's right. You want to live a long life, or you want to have life in those longer years. That's that's for sure.
3: So you got it. And
2: you don't want to have dementia. Now, let me just mention this, because I don't know that our listeners, uh, that I brought this to their attention once, but let me, you know, dementia, that brain mold, Uh, you know one of the biggest causes of dementia in medications wise is a class called anticholinergic drugs. Are you familiar with them Dr. Smith? The the Benadryls, the bladder control medications, sleep problem, Uh, you may not know the word but you're certainly probably taking one of these because they include those drugs for sleep, bladder control, allergies, depression. Uh, and you can get a list of those those drugs, uh, diphenhydramine, I mean, incredible. You know what? They cause dementia.
3: Well, and so does the statin so, and drugs. <laughs>
2: and the statin, yeah, because they get rid of all that necessary cholesterol for your blood, for your brain. And I've been talking about that now for four weeks on the Dr. Ron Wellness Hour. I really have been hitting it. I, I'm just so happy that you could be here tonight because... I was thinking maybe I'm boring my audience with the fact that these statin drugs, 90, a drug that's 97% ineffective and uh, it's become a religion because when I talk to other physicians about it, they say, I say, you know, the drug is 97% ineffective. Oh, but I believe it works. So I say, it's not a religion now. Let's look at the science. So uh, you're right. They cause dementia, cataracts, diabetes. on and Liver problems.
3: Muscle and, and the rhabdomyolysis that helps break down muscle tissue.
2: I have a, an aunt that just got released from the hospital. Well, she was really doing well. Uh, when I went up to see her two years ago, I made sure she was off the statin drugs. She started being able to climb the steps again and whatever. And uh, she goes to a new guy and he says, oh, your cholesterol, she's 84. Yeah, your cholesterol is 225. You need a statin. Well, after yes. a month on the statin, she falls and they have to, the ambulance has to get her out from under a chair. And she's she lost a lot of muscle, and she may not get it back this time.
3: Yeah, well, it's just they're brain dead, unfortunately, and um, they just don't get it. You know, if you look at Price Pottinger's research, normal cholesterol is anywhere from two hundred to, to two forty nine or two fifty. This this artificial below two hundred. In fact, most people die of massive heart attacks that have normal to low cholesterol.
2: Well that's, uh, Dr. Bronstein has written a a book about cholesterol facts and fiction and uh, and it's true and and there's a lot of research showing uh, that elevated cholesterol uh, patients live longer and those with low cholesterol get get cancer because they don't have any antioxidant uh, available from the cholesterol.
3: Yeah, when the bear hibernates over the winter his blood cholesterol is up to 400.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So you know they're just ignoring this, and well, I, I did talk about it. and I don't have the exact figures, but it's something like seventy percent of the medical school boards now are populated by ex pharmaceutical people. Well, of course. So you know they're just giving candy out to these young medical students, and it's it's ruining their ability to think critically about situations, and because it's, it's always easier just to take the advice of a salesperson, you know.
3: Well one thing i wanted to share with your people before we sign off um if you get a chance you go on youtube and you look up bruce lipton he's a phd and he wrote a wonderful book called biology of belief and he has you know the documentation not only of his own research with stem cells and everything but also independent researchers which show show that your thought processes dictate how the amino acids are fed into the body to make the genes work you know most doctors believe that you're born with a set of you know chromosomes or genes and, and it's fixed for life which is, that's totally BS when you look at Bruce Lipton's research you can modify your genetic makeup so that you, you know the, the biggest scam going now is that you know for 2400 hours or 2500 hours you get your genes evaluated, your chromosomes, and if you're going to have a propensity for uterine cancer, now let's, let's cut it out. If you have propensity for breast cancer, cut them off. You know, this is lunacy.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, the other effects of that, that the social effects and political effects of having that, that information on record someplace, and, and, and it isn't really valid information. That's right. Well, Dr. Smith, you know, it's getting on here for okay. a couple minutes, and I just really, I can't thank you enough, and I hope that you can become somewhat of a regular on Tuesdays if your time
3: yeah, no uh, problem.
2: allows, and uh, maybe we could talk about colloidal silver and about that other pollutant that we talked about on Thursdays uh, when you first came on, the
3: electromagnetic
2: pollution. That uh, was Oh, my God. Different. Yeah, it's
3: causing dehydration right? of the human body.
2: Yeah, so, you know... Uh, and and i see more and more kids with cell phones on their ears and uh that that might you know the colloidal silver and electromagnetic radiation i had that on my to-do list to prepare programs for that maybe uh, you know with your wealth of knowledge we could just do that
3: sure well, well thank you again for inviting me it was fun uh,
2: why don't you just give uh, the audience out there just give them some of your information because you uh, you are you're really a great guest
3: well um yeah basically the Dental Whole Body and ICNR.com has, a, you know, a wealth of information, a lot of free articles in there talks about, you know, hypothyroidism and, you know, different nutrients. And so you get yourself educated because it's important. Um, you know, I'm not trying to sell you anything. And once you become street smart, then, you know, you could tell a doctor, thanks, but no thanks. Stay away from vaccines, too. Anyway, it was a pleasure.
2: Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Dr. Smith, and we'll see you again maybe next week. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, stay tuned uh, uh, on Thursday at 1 o'clock for Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. And thank you for listening. As always, I'm really gratified that you did turn in because gratitude is important to us uh, uh, to my son and I and Dr. Smith because gratitude improves the quality of life. It's an antidote for negative emotions. So we are very thankful. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you again and see you Thursday and then next week uh, we'll convince Dr. Smith to come on back and discuss some new and exciting treatments.
1: Dr. Ron Dr. Ron I have left the building Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on live See you next week Ciao